0: Welcome, alright, I I just wanted to go and uh, do a little introduction first um, about what this episode is going to be, so you can either keep listening, and I hope you do, or just turn off, because it's not something you want to listen to. So, the majority of this episode is dealing with the 1310, the ticket, and 105.3, uh, the fan, kind of... Duel, I guess, or um, the uh, race to the top in sports radio and DFW. So, a lot of people might not want to listen to this, and some might. So, you know, if if you do, I, I'd appreciate it. Um, but if you don't, you know, just skip to this one and go find another episode that you like. So, um, I just wanted to give you a fair warning, and then at the end, I talk a little bit about the impeachment. But I, I this is this is really a sports radio talk heavy so uh that's really all you're gonna deal with today so um bear with me on some of these episodes you know some of them i'm recording a little early sometimes i'm recording them late you know because i gotta wait till the kids and the wife go to bed and this one i actually woke up at five o'clock in the morning because my baby was screaming her head off so i start off a little slow i'm like a diesel I'm like a diesel engine man takes me a little while to get going but Throughout the episode, I kind of perk up a little bit, and that's after I've already downed half of my coffee. So that's what you're dealing with whenever this episode starts. So I just want to give you fair warning that it kind of starts a little slow, but it's, it's only because I'm um, about 20 minutes, I was in deep sleep, and then I decided, well, you're up, so get up and record, because you couldn't. I didn't record Friday night, so I decided to record Saturday morning. So that's that's what the deal is. So, just wanted to give you a fair warning and a little bit of a heads up on it. But enjoy. Let me know what you think. If you hate it, it's tough. You didn't record it. Just shut up. All right. See you guys. You are listening to another dumb podcast with your host Brad. do this well let's get right into this Um, I don't want to waste a lot of time it's a what day is it it's the 23rd because last yesterday was the uh, anniversary of JFK getting it through his head that hold on finally getting it through his head that Dallas didn't want him around anymore okay Excuse me. I guess I, I woke up. Eh, well, I didn't wake up at all. My daughter did. She woke up very early this morning, but she went back to bed. But um, yeah, she woke up really early, and I I should have probably I'll you know, just go back to bed, but I had decided. No, last night I uh, last night i last night I didn't record anything, so I decided you know what let's let's put something down and <clears throat> let's go through some things so you're dealing with a i guess groggy little uh I don't know why that's in there yeah, you're dealing with a, kind of a groggy little guy who's uh trying to get through his first cup of coffee so We'll see how this sounds, Probably not great. Um, I wanted to go over a few things. Um, it kind of came through. Um, I do apologize. I was gonna have somebody to talk with this week, but uh, plans kind of fell through. So you just get me. So I'll try to make this as exciting as possible, and not not a. Not drag as bad as last week. I apologize for that. You know, I just want to get into it. You know, I don't want to get to these little pleasantries at the beginning. But let's, um... Let's go over a quick thing. Um... I'm a, uh... I'm a huge radio guy. Like, I really, really, really loved radio. Growing up. Um... and it's it's just always you know I always had that radio on I would I would actually kind of play I, I, I think I was doing podcasting way before podcasting because I would actually had that little tape recorder the um yeah that little um you just put a cassette in and you press record and I remember I was I would record songs off the radio and then I would come in and kind of play the Whole radio thing. Obviously, I didn't have the radio voice, so that really wasn't <laughs> that didn't seem like an option for me. So I went in and uh, yeah, I just I'm just a connoisseur of radio, and I think that's why podcasting has always um, has been intriguing to me because that's all podcasting is it's radio, it's just radio off of a frequency uh, instead of off of a frequency, it's through Uli- the through the internet, I mean, it's that's basically all it is. It's, you don't have to have a transistor radio or or something to to listen. All you got to do is have an internet connection, and I think that's that's really cool because I think your audience opens up a lot. Whereas with radio, you could, you only had to be you had to be within the area of of the transmitter or whatever. Sorry, <laughs> but you, you you had to be around, and if you weren't, you know, technology has kind of helped that out a little bit. We're now radio stations are able to stream live on on the uh, internet, and I think that's always been um, yeah, that's been something that kind of helped help that out. But um, but podcasting is, <clears throat> you know, even broadcasting over the internet. You still have to be there, and, you know, there's not a, you know, not a lot of them like to record the episode so you can listen later. The reason being is they want you to listen to those those commercials in between that paper for everything, and then that makes sense. Um, yeah, that, that's basically how it is. Now, um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think... I'll, I'll go through all this, but, um, a little background, you know, and now, I've always had the ticket in the background, you know, my dad has always listened from, um, 1310, the ticket out of Dallas, dallas forward. um, you know, the ticket's always been on around my household, you know, not as feverishly as I listened to it years ago but you know yeah it was always you know he'd throw it on and I would I would sigh because the the um reception was dreadful and I hated I hated static noise I didn't like it I was like I barely can hear these guys you know I bet they're saying something funny but I can't understand them because it would just be depending on where you were um In the uh, city, like if you go a little too far west or too far south, you couldn't hear them anymore, or you could barely hear them. Um, but um, you know, I remember hearing the Hammer and, you know, all you know, you know Craig Miller and, and George Dunham, uh Norm, Mac, uh Norm McDonald. That's a totally different guy. Um, Norm Hiscus. I I remember hearing those guys for years and years and years. I mean. This Is going on well over 20 25 years, and uh, I'm 32, so you know, you hear most of your life, but um, uh, yeah, I mean, so so I've always known them, and I've known they've been around, and uh, especially the hardline, you know, Mike Reiner and, and the Hammer. You know, I've always been a big fan of Corby because I always thought he was goofy and funny and, you know, he would, he'd be the one to kind of lighten the mood whenever, you know, we're talking sports and he would, you know, kind of break off of that a little bit. You know, I, I like talking sports and all, but, you know, I like being entertained more than anything. You know, if you got a... Uh, yeah, if you... You know, you can talk to your sports and all that, but if I'm not entertained, I won't listen. You know, that's that's just me. So, anyways, uh, I digress. Um, I would say probably um, right out of high school, as I was, you know, working a little more, going to school, um, I would listen to the radio more. You know, there was a lot of times where I was... Working out of a truck, and um, a lot of it also. I was um there was a radio. I used to work on an excavator, and there was a radio inside of it. And I would sit on that thing for hours, and I would listen to. Um, I would listen to the radio. I would listen to the ticket, and then there would be also in a blue moon because, let me look up. I remember. The fan showing up around 2008 or Uh To the fan talus. Can't remember exactly when they started up. Uh, bum, 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 bum. Oh, they don't have a wiki, oh, there's a Wikipedia page. KRLD FM. And I know about the the free there was a a time where howard Stern uh was gonna be on was on that channel for how long was it stations first but uh three years later took the second call blah blah, blah live one oh five three and that's when you know 105.3 was um kind of having like a identity crisis at times because then howard Stern jumped off off of uh live radio. And so then they had uh, I remember they had like uh, David Lee Roth and I think David Lee Roth I think only lasted uh like I don't even think he did any shows. I <laughs> think they, you know, they had billboards and everything. So there we go right there it says on um on December eighth, two thousand eight, uh K L L I, that's what it was that's the call letters that it was, um, rebranded as 105.3 The Fan. So, yeah, I would listen to The Fan as well. And it's not a, you know, it wasn't a thing against, uh, you know, I don't know. It, was, it wasn't anything against the ticket. You know, I, I was, you know, you're looking at commercial breaks and commercials kind of suck sometimes. So, yeah, go on The Fan. And it was kind of fun to kind of see what they were turning into, you know, uh, I remember, um, so in the morning they had Jagger, and Jagger's been around for years and years and years, and, um, he's been a staple, I think he's, he was on the, uh, probably the Eagle and the, what's the one, two, one, wow, it's been so long, I can't even remember the (laughs) damn, I don't know, he doesn't have a Wikipedia page, so whatever so I would listen to to them on this kind of own side <clears throat> so I mean I wouldn't say I'm a day one p1 one, uh of or I guess day one tolo I don't know um I did one anything of the the fan um but I definitely was always I always had them in my uh um on the radar but it was always the ticket (coughs) excuse me it it was always the ticket no that got really loud I'm so sorry about that I tried to go away from the mic but again I'm really groggy right now but um yeah so uh you know running around uh you know working on jobs out of a truck and you know you had the, the ticket on I mean there was times I think uh the ticket would definitely uh, hinder some hinder some uh, some progress because I'm like, well, I'm not getting out out of this truck until this segment's over. So sorry that that dirt's going to have to wait. So um, so I remember they had Jagger in the morning. Um, I know they had Russ Martin, but I think Russ had Russ had left, and I think they. I remember they had uh who's the uh Dewey Scruggs and I think they had Sean Salisbury. and know was so weird. Sean Salisbury and And then I wanna say um that's where I first uh first started hearing of Ben and Skin. You know, I heard him in the afternoons, I think. I think it was the afternoons. I don't know. I can't remember. But um I really liked Benetskin, I thought they were funny. I thought though the um the format hold on one second. So sorry about that. I think my dogs could hear me and they were uh they were getting a little upset. So I had to go let them out. Um so anyways. Um, I was listening. To, I was I was talking about how I was listening to uh, Ben and Skin back in the day, and oh my dog's quiet. She's laying down here. But um, I listened to Ben and Skin, and and they were. You could tell that there was there's flashes, but the format was dreadful. It was so bad. the The whole format. They could. You could. They never had like actual. See, here's how I like um, the radio. Now, I understand I like conversations and da-da-da-da, but I like segments, and I like one-topic sub- subjects. Um, I know the fans still kind of doesn't do that now, but they do, I think, have, no, they have shorter times. So, but I like a good full segment. I think the, the segments are usually... I want to say 10 minutes long or 15 minutes long, but um, sorry. It's been kind of long time since uh, I've been, I've been like really listening, but um, I really, um, I really enjoy whenever it's just a, you know, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about the Rangers in this segment. And then next segment, we're going to talk about the Cowboys. And then we're going to talk about, this, you know, we're going to talk about the Mavericks. And, you know, where it's, you can kind of follow what they're talking about throughout the entire thing. And they're not, it's where you're not jumping around and you can kind of, and take a full segment. I like a full thought on each subject. That's why I say I want one segment about one uh, one thing. You know, um, th- that's just... Particularly how I like listen to things. Obviously, you can scatter shoot. You can, you can kind of go over, you know, multiple topics. But you know, try to keep it like stories, just so you can. It's easier to follow. It's basically is it's easier to follow along. Um, what they used to do, and they still. They don't do it as much, you know. But what it was is that it was one hundred and five to be the fan. So yeah, they have radio hosts who are talented and they can they they can do their jobs. Some were talented, some were not. But regardless, um, you know they could. Um, what am I trying to say? They they would basically hijack their shows to the audience. And you kind of "What, what does that mean? Well, basically, they, number one, they had the phone lines, just like any other show. And they would go to the phone lines. Every segment. There wasn't one segment out of the entire show. It wasn't. No, they would go to the phones every segment. And then, They had this fun, like, ooh, we got new technology, and it's kind of stupid, not really anything. But they had a text line. Oh, my God, the text line. And they still have this today. I mean, this is 10 years later, and they're still using the text line. Why they use it, I have no idea. It's the most dreadful thing ever to ever come along. Because instead, you know, now we're having you know, you have a caller, at least with a caller, they have to kind of vocalize their, th- you know, you know, a little bit better. Now you just have fucking, you know, you just have maniacs texting. You just, I'm sure I, I would love, you know, um, I have a few friends over there. I would love to see during a segment, the text line, because I'm sure it has to be the most dreadful thing ever to go through people just texting you just you suck you da it and then maybe you might get a well i think also they should run the this G-. you know like <laughs> no one's texting that so it's a horrible idea don't ever do the text line um i'm not gonna name names oh, who cares you know like um let's take the G Bag nation um, now they use it sparingly, a um, uh, little more than he should. But um, Chris Arnold, Chris Arnold, who is a, a former ticket uh, host, I think he used to be right after the Musers, I believe. But uh, that guy would, um, he would go through his a little bit of. What he saw in, the, in, a, in a game or something like that, and then he would immediately go to the text line, going, "Well, uh, you know, Brad over here in the DF Dub, and the, or they say Brad in the eight one seven says that you know, cowboys aren't good or <laughs> something." It's like, okay, wow, that I really, I could have I could have left without Brad entering into this conversation. You know, I, what does that bring to me? It doesn't. It it brings nothing to the show. Uh, If any of the fan uh, if any of the fan hosts are listening stop with a text line. We don't care what we think. Especially on a text line. No one cares. If you're going to take a phone call, that's fine. A phone call you can uh, you have a producer that can sit there and screen it as best you can. Most likely they're probably going to be bad. But maybe they might give you a little something. But you're the host, okay? You run the ship. I know, um, you know, and it's and a lot of people actually like this, but I don't. You know, uh, I, I've listened to Howard Stern, and I uh, and I enjoy the Howard Stern. I think he's got probably one of the he's one of the best interviewers ever, The best interviewers ever. He can get people get people to say things that normally they wouldn't feel comfortable doing. So, but one of the worst parts of his show is that he he still to the, to this day he will just go yeah let's take a call from uh you know uh uh you know Jerry from from Jersey let's get him out of here you know I'm like and he can just call in and just talk to Ho- Howard Stern okay and what are you gonna bring what what are you gonna bring that Howard Stern can't think of his own or you know and i know a lot of guys that i uh, a lot of comedians and and things they they had they get these serious radio shows and they want to take calls and i'm like what are you doing you're getting nothing from them. you are the funny person you are the entertaining person you are the person steering the ship and you're going to let some i'm sorry even if it was me i don't care whatever i do you're going to let some drywaller from From Garland take over your show? No. No, no. And no, they don't bring anything. You can, okay, look at the text line, and maybe things will come up. Okay. But I I would never, never ever read. I, I think calls should be sparsely taken. I think the ticket takes about three calls a week. On separate from the Cowboys, um, you know, and and not not counting, you know, voting for uh, an e break or something like that. I'm talking about an actual phone call. And they're sparingly. Most most of them happen on uh, on Norm's show. Uh, I don't know if they still do. I haven't listened to. I don't listen to a lot of Norman uh, Normandy. with the uh, Norm and Donnie, I, I don't, I really don't I don't listen to it very much. So they might have stopped, but I mean phone calls. Uh, in just my opinion, and again, I'm just a loser over here in his uh, in his office recording on a you know on a twenty dollar mic, but <clears throat> but what I'm you know. You have... I'm trying to give people compliments when I'm saying this. I'm not saying it to be a jerk. I'm saying it. You are the professional. You are the radio host. Don't take calls. You steer the ship. You make it entertaining. I want to listen to you. If we were entertaining, we would have a show. But we're not. You know, I'm not. That's why I don't have a show. You have a show. Because you're entertaining and you're the guy, prove it. Okay, go out there and prove it. You're gonna take calls. That makes that leads me to believe that you've run out of things to do, and you want to. You know, I think some people feel like man, I gotta fill time. Yeah, I feel I gotta fill time. So yeah, just hand hand get them get a call, please get a call. It's like, come on, man. You know you can do this <laughs> it feels like you know i i know also there there are program directors who want the listener to feel involved in the process and i think that's i think that can be a mistake i think what the listeners want it's not so much involvement i think they want engagement from, from the host, I think, um, and I think social media has helped out a lot with that. I think, I think if you're a radio host, stay on Twitter and, and engage with your audience. Try to be nice, but, you know, that's not always an easy thing to do when you're getting yelled at all the time on Twitter, probably. Sometimes by me, but, um, I don't think it's a great idea to, engage with the audience on your show, if that makes sense. I think if there, there are some, you know, uh, after a Cowboy game, uh, let those bastards talk, whatever. It doesn't hurt your show. No one's listening. But when it's your show, I want to hear what you have to say about the Cowboy game. I don't care what Hakeem and Frisco has to say about the game. So, um I'm sorry, I got off on a little diatribe because I was, you know speaking on how the fan used to be and and they're not like that anymore. I don't think they take as many phone calls. They do go off a little bit on the text line, but you know, whatever. That that's their choice. Um but I wanted to, you know, present day the fan, you know, and I've listened over the years, you know, I've been a part, um you know, the uh Richie and Grego extravaganza um Oh, interesting. So, anyways, um, you know, I've I've been a part of that. Um, uh, the other people that have come through, uh, Josh and Elf, Alf uh, and Slater, I think it was, and now now the new school with with uh, R.J. Choppy and and Sean Sharif, which is I don't know, it's fine. I like RJ. I really do. I think he's actually very, very engaging. Uh, Sean, you know, I don't, I don't like shitting on him anymore. You know, I've actually met the guy. So, and he called me. He, he literally called me top four troll on the internet, which I was like, really? I can't be that good. No way. <laughs> so, I'm not. I'm really not. So, and I'm not a troll because I mean what I'm saying, and I will actually come up to you face to face I'm not afraid of any of these guys and I'm also not a I'm also not a what am I trying to say I don't have like a on awe about radio hosts i will, hey what's going on you know i'm I, they're just people they really are a lot of these radio hosts are just like us <laughs> and there's look you know everyone kind of like goes oh my god that's don't i remember I was sitting with the radio host and the guy uh we were sitting there talking, and a friend of mine had brought a friend, and we were just talking. And, and the one guy goes, "Make your voice sounds familiar. Are you so and so?" Uh, and the guy goes, "Yeah, yeah, that's me." And, <laughs> and the guy kind of he like geeked out, and I was like, "Dude, stop it! <laughs> like, don't clip in like a Nancy or something. Like, dude, he's just just let him be. Like, don't don't fangirl out on him. No pun intended." But uh, yeah, I was like, don't fan fan out on him. I mean, he's just a guy. Just say what's up. Oh, he's like, hey, you know, I'm, you know I listen to your show a lot. man. I like you. You know, that's all you gotta say. But don't go, man. That's still so, you know, I listen to you all the time. Just <laughs> you know, I don't I don't fan out for these guys anymore because they, um, number one, as Louis J. Gomez tells me, you are you worship no one. You worship yourself, man. All right, don't don't go you know, I'm I'm a P1 and I'm this and that. You know. You know, that's why I've I've kind of downgraded to a P two, P three level now and you know, I'm definitely not a Tolo. So, you know, I'm just a in a casual observer and I'll listen to it when I can. But, you know, I got other things to listen to. So I wanted to get into uh you know present day the fan and present day the ticket. It's kind of an interesting dynamic now. Um, uh, it's it's also been very interesting now also since Ben and Skin have left the fan. Uh, when did they leave? Like two or three weeks ago. And um, yeah, that's been very, very shocking. And, and you know, I don't, I'm, I'm going to get down to the story. I really am. Because I'm, I'm very intrigued because I, I like, I like Ben and Skin. I really do. Um, I've always really, um, I've really been hard on them in the past, but it's only because I really, really do like them. I really do. You know, if, you know, I could be really hard on, uh, Sean, but I really don't care. I mean, Sean can do whatever he wants. Sean Sharif can do whatever he wants. And, you know, it's just not going to be a listener out of me and it's fine. You know he has his fans. He has people that listen to him. You know, um, so um, but present day, you know, now we have the, you know, Sean, Sean and RJ. You know, no matter how much I, I don't really care for their show altogether. They've stayed on the air for, um, damn near it's been like six or seven years now. So big ups to them. I mean, I think that's pretty great. Um, and now they have KNC masterpiece and. Uh, we'll see how that goes. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan, but I think uh I think those two guys are actually really good guys, but see how the show goes. And then bringing in the tail end from two to seven, which I think is a wild amount of numbers. Now, I think if you go more than four hours for your radio show, I think I think that's amazing. I really do. I think going five hours you know, I think the musers I think are close. So I think they go five thirty to ten. I think that's a stretch. You know, four hours I think is man. And they've been doing it now for many years because they went from ten to what was it? Is it three? Yeah, ten to three for the longest time. So you know, and then on the tickets, same the same lineup they've had for the last ten years. You know, they had the Musers, they have Norm, and they added Donnie. But um, you know, uh, Bad Radio, which I think is one of the best shows that they have, and the Hardline. So that's that's what we have to today. So the dynamics that have changed, obviously, is is you know, the fan has the Cowboys. They have the Rangers. Um, Now, the Rangers isn't much for anything to... Wow, we have the Rangers. Yeah, Rangers suck. So, regardless. Now, um, let me get into... um, Kind of the story that I wanted to go on to. Hold on. I like this. So, anyways. um, Richie Witt... Richie, 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 Rich, uh, Richie, the uh, former failed radio host, uh, was Grego's uh, partner. And it's not, I don't think it was all Richie Witch's fault. I don't think he was the worst radio host ever. He wasn't the best either. But um, yeah, then what? You're a failed radio host. No big deal. And so um, he wrote a post. It's part of his wit's end. And he's writing on... Press Box, the best sports writing in DFW. Okay, let me. Where is the? Uh, where's the front page of this? Press Box, never heard of it. Press Box DFW, is this? So it's a collection of writers. Matt Mosley writes for this. Okay. Jim Reeves. Oh shh. That guy's still alive. Or is that from something else? Richie Rich, Gil LeBreton. I didn't know he is that. Sorry. Now I'm going on. A, now I'm going a rabbit hole. You got to go with me. Come on. So are they actually writing? I thought Gil was Gil. I don't know how to say his name. LeBreton. He's always been writing for the Rangers. Nobody oh, writes for this. So basically, the press box is a retirement home for all the old. Um, uh, is it Fort Worth Star Telegram? Yeah, it's a retirement home for all the old uh, Star Telegram writers. He's got Gil and I didn't know he was in Rick. Uh, Jim Reeves, yeah, Jim Reeves, apparently this is where he writes. Okay, good to know. So, um, Richie Witt wrote a story, uh, and his wits in. It's usually a thing he put out, um, he would do back in the day, I I guess he still does it, so, um, and I don't want to read the whole thing, but the first part we can kind of go through, but his wits in. He talks about um, the sports radio um, uh, numbers. So here, uh, da, da, da. okay, confession: I haven't. This is Richie, Witt, uh, Richie Witt, by the way. I haven't listened to one second of DFW sports talk radio since the day I was fired by CBS, April fifteenth, two thousand thirteen. Satellite radio with Howard Stern and Diplo and Lithium. And a little symphony hall sprinkled in, along with omnipresent voices in my head, is just fine by me. Okay, he's the one guy who listens to serious. Cool to know. But with last week's sudden departure of, of Ben and Skin from the fan, I was moved again to, again, survey my own landscape. Okay. Though I maintain a local friendship and national sources uh, throughout the industry, I come at this much more as an... Outside observer, oh, you know, like a former player who has the box score but didn't actually watch the game. That said, there is no other rational conclusion that it, that, than this: the fan, 105.3, the fan is kicking 1310, uh, 1310 A.M. the ticket's ass comprehensively up and down the dial from dawn to dusk over the last six months. The shift. Empower a balance in DFW sports radio is stunning. The stats are among coveted demographics: men 25 to 54 in the money slot, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. Since May, the ticket has tumbled from ratings from a rating of 7.6 to a 3.2. Meanwhile, the fan has surged from a 3.1 to a 5.5. Um, but, uh, I don't really want to go, um, you know, this basically that he goes into all the, you know, and you can look this up, it's on his wits end from the 1st of November. This today's the 23rd, so, yeah, this is a few weeks ago. Um, I think it's three weeks ago. So, um. So here's where he goes in. Um, when I was on the fan, we benefited from the seasonal ratings boost as the flagship station of the Cowboys. The games, Jerry Jones, the hype, the football bump, as it were. But it feels like something bigger, more significant. From the large sample size of May to October, the tickets to marquee legacy shows, um, users and the Hardline lost 4.0 to, and 6 point two reigns respectively the fans the fan has one morning show uh, one mornings for four consecutive months it's alarming enough that i'm told the ticket a dynasty that has long been smugly resistant to change responded to the undeniable uh downward trend not as merely an aberration but altering its clock tweaking its commercial format in college football, it's akin to Barry Switzer's losing five games in a row and skewing wishbone for some run and shoot. Who would love that analogy? You know, gotta gotta have analogies sports wise. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if this is actually true. Um, maybe they have. Um. Uh, so. Does that mean they've gone longer on the clock and then they've gone lower on the commercials? I don't know. Could it merely be an exaggeration... Exaggerated... Uh, and Talk about Brad can't read. It could merely be an exaggerated football hiccup. Maybe. In today's PPM, you know, this is why I wanted someone to talk to you about this because I want to talk about ratings and I want to talk about how they suck because... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my own spin on this. I'm going to keep reading, but I'm going to put my own, you know, thing on this. Uh, maybe in the first time has a threat to the Empire. Okay, whatever. Crazy thing is, the fan is winning, not because of its management, but despite it. See, that's the uh, <laughs> that's the bitterness from Richie. He likes the fan. He likes the people on it. He hates management. And... You know, I've actually met Gavin Spittle, the actual, uh, the program director. I've told him he sucks, two states. But, uh, no, I was mean, nice. But, uh, and he seems like a nice guy. He just probably doesn't know what he's doing. And he's, and he's getting lucky. Uh, I don't say this because they were the show that ultimately replaced mine, but Beninskin has never been my cup of sports t- too homerish, too chummy with players to be even truly objective. He's mad because no one wants to be friends with him. And I've I've obviously said this too. You know, uh, they are homers and Ben and Skin are... Uh, uh, you have to take their... Their opinions um, at a skewed view because they are uh, quote-unquote the fans uh, friends with the players. So they're... You know they're like, uh, my uh, uh, example of this is whenever uh, the Rangers, I think in two thousand eleven, they were in the World Series, and Ben was jumping up and down that Derek Holland should have been playing this game. I'm like, man, no, (laughs) he shouldn't have, and and you sold your collective your your objective soul because you've decided to be so so chummy with, with Derek Collin that I really can't take your opinion on this very seriously. I I will ta- sell this to Ben himself. This is what I feel. It is just what it is. So uh, I'll just keep reading. Uh, uh, they said the system makers of the pan these days, owned by Intercom, are dumber than a bag of hammers for forcing, allowing them to leave. See you above for Christ's sake, whatever. You finally assemble a team that can dethrone the Patriots. Oh, God, everything has to be a damn analogy. <laughs> you do everything in your power to keep that team together. Unless, alas, you're the fan. I was on that station when they flipped to sports in 2009. I was there when it grew stronger when Sean Sharif arrived from Kansas City, Gavin from Dol- uh, from Portland. RJ Chaffee from the golf course <laughs> and Mike Fisher from Valley uh, Ranch. I was there when Tolos, huh, were known as Fan Fans. Duh. He he obviously likes Fan Fans better than Tolos, which Fan Fans is <laughs> stupid. So stupid. Almost said a bad word, but I root for those guys now because I lived their struggle. The fan is flourishing. Finally, at the station raised uh, mythical. Radio Championship trophy. I'm glad I'm gladly hobble to the party like one of the sixties Oh god. His analogies for sport. Just write a fucking article. Uh comes to the Ben and Skin debacle. Despite producing revenues and da 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 da. Six women run the double. Ben and Skin were first demoted from afternoons to middays. Finally they're considered uh, considerable egos soothed by the courting from other suitors my educated this is they're headed to 97 1 the ego where they will do afternoons or place along this part what I never read that <laughs> are they really <laughs> oh my god is the ego still around I guess they are okay so, breaking news, Ben and Skin are going to replace Russ Martin. Hmm, okay. Interesting. I don't know why they would do that. That sounds really weird. Who'd want to hear that? Okay. Okay, I think we're done here. So, anyways, let's go to My Ticket Confession. So, my t- I'm not going to read their story whenever... Uh, you can read it uh, my ticket my ticket confessions uh, my ticket confession um, it's written by the plainsman who is a um, rightfully anonymous person oh thought I heard somebody. rightfully uh anonymous it's a good idea to be anonymous I think he probably you know he works the So, um, their Sunday, November 3rd, his Sunday, November 3rd article, the fan kicking the tickets two sheets, something wrong, something wrong, that's funny. Uh, in short, I don't believe, uh, he goes to this whole thing, you know, he says I don't believe it. So, let me, then go on to this next one, breaking exclusive Texas, uh, (laughs) what did I say? This is what happens when you read at 6.35 in the morning. So, um, a closer look at the Wit report and some different numbers. In previous article, I speculated, actually, I just flat out said that Rich, <laughs> Richie Witt's information on the fan overtaking the ticket, at least as I was interpreting his report, was wrong. At least I didn't believe it. Most of the reaction I got back on this agreed with me. Among other things, confessors wondered why the fan would move Ben and skin and two afternoons and G bag to drive. If things were going great for the fan as with purpose. They also wondered why the fan itself seemed to be trumpeting these resort uh, results. Since my article appeared, I've heard from the, you know, I, okay. Plainsman who I, I, I talked to not regularly, but I, I've, I've talked to in passing uh, online and, uh, I know your sources. It's Catlin. <laughs> it's Jeff. Um, it's it's Jeff. It's obviously Jeff. And here's the trouble here. Um, Jeff is gonna try to spin this. And Jeff, Jeff Caitlin, who is the program director for the ticket, he follows this shit. He does. And so he saw this and was like, we're we're not in trouble. No, everything's fine. Da-da-da-da. And I'm not one to say that the fan is taking over the ticket, but I'm going to keep reading. But I'm just saying that right now. Now I don't know where Mister Witt got his number, got his information, and I am not claiming that he inaccurately reported the information he received. As you'll see, I think there is likely an explanation for why our numbers diverge. And as a non-radio guy myself, I don't have any way of de- demonstrating that the information you'll see in a moment is accurate. As I've said, I get tidbits from the sources that I have personally that uh, that I can personally not vouch for. I sp- suspect that uh, what Mr. Witt is reporting are apples, and the numbers I have are oranges. All I can say is it sounds more like this. First, let's see what... Uh, okay, blah, blah, blah. In, in short of this, it turns out uh, when you look at the share since May, that is June through October for the ticket and the fan for that period, the numbers are the ticket, 5.3, the fan, 5.0. Admittedly, close makes it look like the fan may be catching up, but the ticket is still on top. Um, far from the industry upsetting, arse-kicking Mr. Wit appears to be suggesting. Mr. Witt reports a similar whooping among individual shows. I do not have any information about the individual programs, but his report isn't consistent with June through October numbers if shared during the... Okay. Um, second, this is... Probably more important in the long run, sources confirm my speculation that there is there is currently controversy in the DFW market over Nielsen ratings, and there should be Nielsen ratings. They're just, they're unreliable, and they're bullshit. And, and and he says here, Nielsen has acknowledged the industry complaints and has changed the procedure, but they are not expected to reflect in any instantaneous changes in rankings. This may be another reason for the intercom, reason that intercom is keeping its council on ratings. The numbers Mr. Witt is reporting and the narrow gap in share that I'm reporting may be an artifact of dubious sampling that will be corrected as they appear. And intercom knows it. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Is as much of anything, uh, yeah. Who cares about that part? Uh, one thing. Speaking of Ben and Skin, the word, and I'm only reading this because I just like the plansman. I like listening. I like uh, what he writes because he pays he pays attention maybe a little bit more than I do. But I think his his listenership has actually uh, slowed down a little more than you know, just like mine. Well, one more speaking on Ben and Skin, the word in the industry is that. The switch two afternoons was not a decision of Dallas men, but an edict from intercom suits somewhat remote from local programming. Okay, well, I can't speak on any of this, and I'm pretty sure that that's probably true. Ben and Skin were moved from the drive time to middays because reasons. We don't know why. I don't know why. I would like to know why. You know, I think it was—I think it was a silly, silly mistake. Ah, sorry, I didn't bring you on for the morning. It was a silly mistake, and yeah, I, I, you know, there's a lot of these. You know, if you've ever read, um, uh, if you've ever read the ticket book, I can't remember what it's called. I think it might be ticket conventions. I can't remember what it's called. Um, there were these people that come through and you have your program director and then you have these people who just sit there and they listen from a from an office out in New York or something like that. And then they, they consult what your radio station should do. And I think that's silly. I think it's really silly because you're not even listening. Okay, what is... What do the people like to, you know? What do they want? Okay. What do they want to do? And you know, what do they want? And I'm telling you right now, no one wanted a skin on middays. No one. Someone crying. No, oh, she's she's sleeping. So um. Yeah, nobody wanted that. And I think G bag is fine in drive time, but it's just it's just kind of weird. So, um and I wanted to get some of those guys on here, and I probably will soon enough and we can kind of talk about these things. I'm sure there's only so much they can say. Just truth of it. You know, they can they can kind of blink at me and tell me, yeah, that's not I don't know, you know. And I and I totally get it. But I guess there's got to be something there. Now, my thoughts on ratings and the fan and the ticket. Um, and I know a lot of people would probably want me to say on here that, you know, the ticket is better than ever. And the fan, they suck and blah, blah, blah. I'm not here to say that. I'm sorry, I'm not. Um, the ticket, at times, rests on the laurels, And they go they have built a fan base over the last 25 years. They're a good, solid fan base, and they're not going anywhere. Okay. Well, number one, people are probably listening to the radio less and less. I don't know how many people are listening online and all that other stuff. That's something. But for me personally and what I've seen from other people, people are listening to the radio a lot less, and they're listening to podcasts a lot more. The podcast game has changed a lot of things, and I do wonder how that's going to affect them. Um, now, a lot of the guys on the fan, I know Ben and Skin themselves, they put a lot of their content up on a podcast. Does that help them? I don't know. You could. I, I, I would love to hear Ben and Skin talk about that but um i remember on my ticket confessions there was a um a question and answer and here's here's where my um ticket listening fell off i want to say it was probably in 2014 or 15 around those times um i was working a lot i'm not able to be I wasn't around a radio a lot, especially a local radio. So I couldn't listen to the Ticket as much as I wanted to. So a lot of the times I had to listen. I listened through um, the Unticket and their little thing. They would actually record the entire episodes. And listen to there. And then they actually changed the format. And I'm, and they probably should have because um, archiving all that, all that stuff... It takes a lot of space and you actually do have to pay out of your pocket. So then they kind of um, went were a play to listen type thing. And I did that for a little bit, but it wasn't a very good, it wasn't a very good listening experience. Um, It was kind of hard to use. So I kind of just stopped. I would try to listen to the, um, I would try to listen to the, uh, I know the Bad Radio one has. There are ways to listen to the Bad Radio. Um, I don't think there is one for the Musers or the Hardline, but um, then other podcasts just kind of started adding up, and I was like, I've got my entire day filled here, so there's not a lot of time to listen to the Ticket. You know, listen to it when I can. I'll I'll listen to it, but I would also say. Um, resting on your laurels, I believe the ticket hosts have lost that outreach to their fans. I know they say they probably haven't. No, we we stay engaged with our fans, you know, our listeners all the time. We do ticket stock. We do Summer Bash. Okay. You know, that's fine. You know, don't listen to me. I mean, I'm just telling you, your demographic's getting older, and your ticket listeners are dwindling. Because I think there was a time when, yeah, they were wrecking them. But I'm telling you, I listen... You know, the passerbyers, the people, you know, hey, do you listen to the ticket? No, I don't listen to the ticket. I listen to the fan. You know, listen to the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. This is what you hear, man. The ticket's a unknown entity at some point where the fan you kind of oh that is the station that the cowboys are on so I just listen to them you know that's just the nature of the game there you know that's just what it is so you know you can take it out of a grain of salt and say whatever stupid stupid dumb dumb but that's just just shit that that's that's what that's what it is So, you know, I think there needs to be a long, hard look at a lot of this stuff. And I think they need to look hard and say, are we doing everything possible to keep our listeners, to stay engaged with them? I don't believe they are. And the fan hosts, I believe, take a concerted effort, and I think they are grateful for the people that listen no matter how dumb they might look <laughs> I'm sorry I don't mean to be mean to the the fan regular listeners because I think that ticket regular listeners are just as it's a it's a sad group <laughs> it just is I'm not I'm not you know I'm not saying I'm the high uh, higher class because I'm probably not but we listen to it Radio, yeah, they're an interesting folk. They are. So I hope, hope, um, here's what I hope for. Competition. You know, I don't think it was actually, you know, I never thought when the the fan did exist that they weren't trying. Because I think they were actually... When the fan didn't exist, they were probably their peak of, you know, they were trying to put out great radio. And I think, at times, I think from 2009 to 2013, 14, I think they were probably even more at their best. I think they were really at their best. Something been, something's... I don't know. I can't. I can't put my finger on it, of what's changed in the last five or six years. Where I go, oh yeah, I really haven't listened to the ticket, in... I'm serious. I probably haven't listened to the ticket in a month. That, that has come up in my head. I go, man, I really haven't listened to it in a while. Oh, oh yeah, Jub, yeah, uh, George got a Jubhawk. Oh, that's yeah. I remember. Well, I actually was listening whenever. He was screaming, and you know, that uh, he should get fired. I was listening. And when he made the proclamation that he would get a, a mohawk, I was listening. But then there's times I just wasn't. So I would hear secondhand things. You know, I, I follow those people and I try to get them on today, but, you know, it is what it is. So um, we'll keep a close eye. And the people who don't care about this at all have already turned off. But I think it's an interesting, I don't think the fan, here's, here's what I'm going to end with. I don't think the fan, the fan is, is that with a D, fan? But I don't think the fan is as bad as some people would say. Because um, it isn't. These guys take their job very seriously. Um... Uh, I think a lot of them do try to be very entertaining, and I, I think you know being a straight sports guy sometimes can be um, a little off-putting. To you know, I mean, do they have do they have a Gordo? Do they have a Corby? No, they don't. They don't have those really entertaining guys. Which I don't know. Corby's not as entertaining as he maybe used to be. But um, they don't have those guys. But they still are pretty entertaining. And they have an audience. And they actually have a very... You know, as much as I used to shit on on the Gbag Nation, in their dreadful name, <laughs> they have loyal fans. And I think that is very... And you know, I think there's something to that, and they have you know, would you rather have a hundred thousand listeners, or would you have ten thousand loyal loyal fans, loyal listeners? That's what you gotta look at now, you know, I think that's where you can't have this. I'm a p one, I'm a Tolo. I think you gotta sit there and go, "I enjoy this show." Currently, in its state. But when it falls off, you need to voice those things. And you need to make sure that they stay humble in what they do. Because a lot of those things can change very quickly, especially in sports radio. And I know it doesn't seem like that in the ticket, but I think there could be a day where the ticket is unrecognizable. Um, there will be a time where people are going to retire. People are going to go away. And I think the ticket, um, which, again, uh, used to cultivate a, uh, we used to call it the ticket JV, I don't know. It was actually really there. And I think the fan and just the passing by, I think they are cultivating that JV for guys that can step up I know K&C Masterpiece, you you know, people have their opinions on them, but they're going in there, and they are going to step up, and they're going to put on a radio show. I don't know how good it is. It's still early, but, you know, we'll see. And I think, <clears throat> you know, having those night shows, which this ticket doesn't do anymore, having those really good um, weekend shows, they're doing it, but they're just not as good anymore. They aren't. They're not. They're not the ranch. They're not the or, uh, the orphanage. You know they aren't. <clears throat> you know I hate to say. You know that shake joint was fine and all. Um, and they stopped that too. But um, that was a personal thing. You know I think Jake and Sean didn't want to wake up on a Sunday morning anymore, which is warranted. Um, but yeah, where's that JV at? So. All right, I don't really know how many minutes we're on right now. I'm probably just gonna keep on going. This might be a longer episode. Um, so yeah, I mean, read that up and um. Yeah, give your give me your opinion. I mean, if you think the ticket is the bee's knees, then then go for it. You know, um, I would take Richie Woods um reporting at uh somewhat with a grain of salt, because he is a, um, he used that to dig at the ticket, which passed on him, um, I think he was one of the fill-in guys um, when, when Grego left, he was one of those and he wasn't picked up, and is he bitter about that, who knows, and is he bitter about being fired? Seems to be what is it? Is it six years now? He's still a little bitter. <laughs> He's still a little bitter about being fired. And should he? I mean, sure, why not? But um move on, Richie. <laughs> move on. So he he took that chance in his article to take a dig at the ticket while simultaneously taking a dig at the fan management. Which is fine. You know, it is what it is. Um, anyways um, what else is I going to talk about um, I know in the last episode we did talk about the impeachment inquiry and I'm not going to really get into it because um, I think there's still some things that really need to be kind of fleshed out before you <laughs> before we can really go into this But a few things I've seen and this is all stemming from investigating Joe Biden, which apparently Joe Biden is the un un uh, uninvestigatable type of guy. You can't investigate him. That's a bad thing to do. You can't do it. We don't want you to do it. Okay, and I you know. Seeing a bunch of people know oh, he's a good guy, and it might be. But more and more information is coming out about this Hunter Biden thing. And it's not something that is debunked. I don't like hearing that. It's not debunked. He legitimately got a job on barisma and had no experience and might have been paid out. Not uh, there was things where he was to paid sixty thousand a a month, eighty thousand. There are now reports saying that he might have walked out with sixteen million. Now, which way? Which one is it? It's probably somewhere in the middle. I don't think it could be any more than that. We'll see. You know, again, we don't even know what he. We don't even know how much he made off of the China. Um, the China deal. Um, but again, I'm not going to get into this. But I've been seeing a lot of things where, you know, people are being called hypocrites because, they, you know, I think someone was posting this thing where he was talking about Lindsey Graham and talking about Biden, and that now he's a hypocrite because he said all these nice things about Biden, and yet he wants to move on with this. And I'm going, okay, well, he can still have those You know, that feeling that he had for... You know, I don't want to defend Lindsey Graham. I think he's... Lindsey Graham's dreadful. Okay? He's a war hawk. You know, those are the bad things about him. That he continually wants to send, you know... You know, our... Our boys and girls overseas to die. And kill more uh, poor people overseas. Those are the bad things about him. Not because... He wants to probably investigate a guy who he likes. That's the, No. So, I just wanted to kind of... You know, again, as a lot of this fleshes out, there's a lot of things that are being thrown out, and whatever is true and real, those will, be, those will float to the top, and that's what we can talk about. As of right now, it's just a lot of... a lot of noise... And we really can't get into it yet because it's just we gotta find out what all's the real truth, and you know a lot of people are coming out and saying that yeah this is this is absolutely impeachable, this is blah 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 okay, um again, probably as Dave Smith said, not the top one thousand worst things a president can do by making a phone call and and withholding money to uh, foreign aid which probably should hold withholds a lot of foreign aid you know that's what we do that's the part we won't talk about is they the foreign aid what are they doing oh it's so they can kill other people with it yeah you know because we're we're continually we're continuing wars um we're surrogate war okay, why are we doing this? What is the benefit? Oh, so we can... We're not at war with Russia, but we are at war with Russia. It's like, well, maybe we don't need to be at war with Russia. You know? There's got to be another way. So, that's all I'm going to talk about on that. Um, and I think that's really all I got for today. And I'm sorry if it was... Heavy on the radio, but you know, I think a lot of what you'll see in my, you know, origin story and and how um, I would to say how I got into this, but you know, to kind of know where where my head's at on things, I think you got to you got to kind of go to the to, uh, to the, the beginning, you know, figure out where where I was, and that's what it was, you know sports talk radio, any type of radio really, but you know, that's where I came from, and that's the type of stuff that I listen to, and I find it intriguing, and I used to be more in tune, you know, have my little radio sources, which I still kind of do have, but at the same time, I don't, (laughs) because I don't pay attention as much as I used to, I'm busy here. Uh, and also I don't care, you know, this is what changed in these things, you know, I want to talk about the impeachment and the possible um, CIA moving in on Trump and what the what could change for future presidents if this goes through, those are things that intrigue me a lot more than, you know, Corby doing news and you know, Gordo's core. I mean, these things are are very minuscule to me in the big scheme of things. That's why I had to take a, you know, I was super sports heavy and everything around me evolved around sports and all this stuff. And now, as it goes a little further now, these type of things aren't as important to me. They aren't. They just aren't. Aren't that important. So... I decided, you know, and to use another Dave Smith analogy, you know, a lot of these things that I get combated with are from a lot of these sports radio people and and them giving me, you know, all I just saw him Richie Brits, you know, he did that old sportatorium and he, he wrote the day after, you know, Trump was in there and he's got his big opinions. And I and I decided years ago that I wanted to be, do I want to know what defense the Cowboys should be running? Or do I want to know which philosophy, political philosophy, that my children have to go through, you know, as far as in, like, you know, government, and how, how things are spent, you know, war and all this other stuff. What is more important to know of? And I believe knowing about who the government is, is killing overseas and the the shady things that we're doing here is more important to me than than knowing, you know, defensive schemes. So that's what it is. And will this be a local podcast? I really don't think so. Will this be a sports podcast? I really don't think so. Who knows what it's going to be. But that, you need to know, you know, this origin story to know where the hell we're going. So, that is what it is. I mean, I don't know. So, I, I just wanted, wanted to go off on that. Uh, so, let me see my pleasantries here. Let me look up. So, Anchor... Which is the hosting site for the another dumb podcast or another dumb podcast. Not the it's not the sound power have going in about an hour and a half. A little longer than I wanted to. Usually I want to keep this around an hour. But it is what it is. I can't remember the password. Or not. Or Oh man. Well anyways, anchor dot fm. That's where you can find the podcast. So if you wanna tell someone else to listen, you can go through there. Or you can just go through um what the hell? Don't Anyways, um, you can go through Anchor. I think that's um, that's one way to do it. We are on iTunes. Another dumb podcast. Spotify. Um, here's other little things. You know, they give me emails about you're now on Breaker. I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> I have no idea what that is. So, anyways, so we're on that. I don't even, let me see if I here it is. hopefully that'll log me in. I don't know my, I don't know my anchor.fm login, but I think this one sent me right in. Vamping, vamping, I apologize. So yeah, this will be episode three. Oof, you don't want to see the numbers. You know, actually, with the numbers that I've been getting, which I really don't even want to... I don't even care about. I really don't. Again, I told you, I'm trying to get through the episodes. And we're going to keep going. And keep going. And, um... How do we get to distribution? Okay, so yeah, this is it. So yeah, we are on Spotify, Anchor, um... Google Podcasts, Overcast, whatever that is, Radio Public. But we are we are on iTunes, which I need to put that RSS feed in there. So, um, so if there's anything else that people listen to regularly and it makes it easier for you, let me know and I'll try to get on it. But this is where we're at currently. So, let me know. So let me know. Um, you can you can write um, everything to is it another dumb pod? Do I have a phone with it? Okay. Don't send it to my personal. Oh no, I don't I have it on here. I believe it's another dumb pod. What is it? Yeah, add. Another dumb pod on Twitter. Send your questions and all that other stuff. But, um, yeah, let me know. And, you know, if someone's into the ticket or the fan, let them listen to this and and make their own opinions on it. Um, Again, I I do want to say, you know, you're dealing with a former heavy listener. I used to be... uh, the Over Listener by Bob Stern, but uh, it's it's not so much anymore with either one. So um, I get to take it as a grain of salt, but I I was intrigued by the radio business, so I halfway know what I'm talking about. And um, I was an avid listener, so either take it or leave it, but you know, it's just the thoughts that are in my head. If you, if you like them, if you, you know, whatever, you don't care. So, all right, I'll uh, I'll leave y'all to it. See you back. Bye-bye.